Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new edition of the Spurs News Podcast. Delighted to say, me and my partner in crime are back this week. I am Sam, in case this is your first ever episode, and that partner in crime I spoke of is my friend Matt. Hey, mate, do you think there'll be anybody that's going to, this will be the first episode they listen to? <laughs> do you, you, see, now you say that, it's quite funny. Um, we've had a couple of messages from people that they are, you know, uh, their parents and stuff like that, they're basically setting them up with podcasts. Oh, okay. Um, I, and I had one message from the Facebook page where a guy said, oh, are you on Spotify? I was like, yeah, here's the link. He said, oh, brilliant um i told my dad about the show and he could only get it on spotify so you know i'm going to get him listening oh right, uh, okay so yeah so there is a distinct possibility we may be picking up one or two new listeners at the moment so welcome hope you're enjoying your isolation <laughs> <laughs> yeah if, if we are your form of entertainment i apologize i was gonna say obviously all the netflix documentaries being watched and like yeah. you know they're literally what else can we listen to or watch <laughs> Yeah, Let's by the way, and I'm I'm rubbish with stuff like this. Like a, a TV show or a documentary will suddenly take over pop culture, and then I'll watch it like a year later. I am awful. What the hell is this tiger thing oh, everyone keeps talking about? Sam, have you seen this? Please tell me. Please tell me. You must have watched it by now. No, no, well, I haven't. I just keep hearing about it, and I'm like, I have no idea what these people are talking about. <laughs> I appreciate this is this is a Spurs podcast, so we are going yeah. a little bit off topic. But let me just yeah. spend a couple of minutes just telling you about this crazy program. <laughs> Yep. If, if if I told you exactly what happened through the whole, it would spoil the surprise, right? Okay, well, don't do that. Just tell me a synopsis. All, all, all I'll say is if you can if you can compare this year as as it's yeah. happened so far to a person, Joe yeah. Joe Exotic from Tiger King would be that person. Oh wow, a real, it is a just, real train wreck. Right, you basically got a, 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 an openly gay redneck uh, with two husbands. Uh, about a hundred tigers, just, just absolutely making sorry, making your jaw drop every 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 episode. That's basically the, summing it up. <laughs> the openly gay redneck was enough. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. With with two husbands, uh, and and it's it's just the whole thing is just bizarre. You just you watch it, and you you, you kind of think like because my, my wife because uh, I've been watching it with my wife, and she's yeah. kind of been watching it while being on her phone and doing other things. But kind of it's been on, yeah. and she'll kind of every so often just look up and go. Hang on, did he did he just say? Did that just happen? Like, did did I just yeah. miss something? And I kept having to rewind it to play what had just been said or just been seen. Like, it's crazy. It's is it, and crazy. this is a documentary. This isn't it's real fiction. Life. This it's is... real life. This dude oh, is wow. real. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. I'm gonna give it a go. All right. <laughs> this this sounds like one of those things in life I have to see. Yeah, you have to. to just, yeah, just just to just say you find out. It, it, it kind of it, it really does. It sums up this year. It's this 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 year in a person really. It really okay. Is. Oh, perfect. All right, I'll give that a go. Um, obviously, as you said, well, quite rightly, this is a Spurs uh, podcast. Um, so we got to talk about Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Um. We, we've done a couple of weeks where we've put interviews out. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had Kat, one of the co-chairs from the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust, and I was talking to her last week. Uh, I was chatting to a professional football coach, and we, you know, we talked about uh, the game and his insights and different things. Uh, but we thought that this week it'd be a good idea to actually get back and talking about subjects. So obviously, there is no football to talk about. 
Um, and for the first time in ages, I actually miss us losing um, <laughs> because that would be more fun to talk about. But the thing, I, uh, uh, elephant in the room, if you like, the kind of rhino rampaging into the China shop is obviously in the current climate, um, football has stopped. And, and it does take second place for me, you know, health and the health of people far outweighs football. Um, but obviously the club of, uh, how, do, how do you put this in a kind of polite way? Are having a PR disaster, should, can we put it like that? Is that light enough? That's mildly, yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's just, if, um, if the club's head of PR was this tiger guy, <laughs> none of us would be surprised right now. Is, is that, is that yeah, fair to say? I, I, that, that's a good, that's a good analogy, Sam, I like that. Yeah, yeah. okay, alright, and I've not seen the show, but I'm getting the impression that that could be fairly accurate. Um... So where do we start? Uh, how about we start with uh, the, what I deem to be one of the lesser evils of recent Tottenham Hotspur mess-ups. Um, obviously the government have given us uh, you know, clear instructions on what we should and shouldn't be doing. And one of the major bugbears for me personally, and I, I, obviously I can't speak for you but please do chime in, is how people have been ignoring these guidelines you know mm-hmm. please don't gather in groups you know please you know exercise but do it at a social distance social distance being a term i never heard of before all this but um you know and do all that and and jose Mourinho and a few of the tottenham players decided yeah well that doesn't apply to us went out to a public park and had a training session uh what, what are your thoughts on that if, if you just um this it's it's incredible, isn't it? Like like if you if you, it really if, you is. if you if you could like take yourself now and 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 just you've just just literally discovered a time machine and you and you go right. Yeah. I'm going to go and tell my six month ago Sam that yeah. in six months time the one of the big stories is Jose Mourinho is going to be in a public park training three or four of the football players and get absolutely riled for, and you know, with no context to it. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, like, what has happened in the world that that is suddenly a big deal? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But I just it's it sort of for me. We all we all know Mourinho's ego is just probably the, the it's everyone else's ego in the world combined, and he's he's, he's bigger. You know, if it was a yeah, superhero yeah. strength of ego. He would be the superhero of ego. You know, so uh, and he obviously just thinks you know I need to train his players. Let's go. Let's go to a well, park. If we, if we, you know, I, and I, there, there's a part of me, and and this is the. I think this is the the diehard Tottenham fan part, right? This is clearly the part of me that no matter what the club does, just goes. Oh, that's okay. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, and I think that part of me is kind of going. You know, it's nice that him and Tango are getting along. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like oh, after all that stuff is said, it's so nice that they met up in the park. In the park. <laughs> you know. Oh, that's great, and and so the, the the kind of facts of this are a little bit uh, uh hodgepodge, if you like. Basically, what happened, or this is the story. Right? I have no idea how true this is, but this is the story that the club have put out. So we have to take this as what it is. Uh, so Jose Mourinho contacts Tango Ndombele and says, "How about we get together one to one session? We work on a few things. We chat, you know." We, we whatever and they agree to do that now they are technically not because they're not supposed to be going into Hotspur way at all at the moment so they can't go to the training ground um so number one with this 
they pick a public park. Now, I don't know about you in thinking about this, but surely these guys have got gardens. <laughs> you know, I'm, I don't think any of them are living in a tower block right now. I, I don't imagine Jose having a house without a big enough garden or tango for that matter. But anyway, so, you, so you move on for that. You, I was just thinking, I can't imagine Jose Mourinho going in one of those, you know, those 25 uh, story flats. You know where you've yeah. got all the graffiti in the lift. And he's you got it, yeah. To... yeah. I, don't, I don't see him walking past Nelson Mandela house anytime soon and calling it home. All right. <laughs> But perhaps I'm wrong. <laughs> perhaps perhaps he is the Del Boy of Chelsea. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, they meet in a public park. So first of all, even though we do... Uh, even though, and I'm going to say this, despite my criticism of people still getting together, it is quiet everywhere compared to what it would be normally. And London especially. You know, I think Londoners have, uh, by the most part, I know they're still prats, but by the most part have done amazing to, to you know... To keep these distance rules. So in this park. Public park. There are one or two people like walking their dogs and stuff like that. And lo and behold. Because every single person in the world now has a camera phone. A very good one as well. It's yeah. not long before. Yeah. Not long before pictures and video of Tango Undumbele and Jose Mourinho. Who by the way has decided to wear his Tottenham training kit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just. You know. Well, you don't do- show up in jeans and a t-shirt he shows up as if he's actually doing a coaching session you know what they should have done they should have you know when you get those, those the fake nose and the fake glasses and yeah, the wig yeah. and they should have just done that and put some black training I mean, gear on that I mean, would have the, guy, the guy the guy must own a Man United training kit a Chelsea <laughs> one he could have rocked up and we could have thrown on. them under the bus you know <laughs> what <laughs> but anyway so besides that hilarity so now just by some miraculous chance and cause of event, two other Tottenham players just happened to be out for a jog. Yeah, the, the chances are. <laughs> at the same park, at the same time, uh, two more players are out jogging. Forget the fact that, one, you're not supposed to be jogging with a neighbour, you know, only you're supposed to be out with members of your family and even you're supposed to be two metres apart. And the video shows these two right next to each other having a good old chat while they're jogging along. But apparently they live in the same building, so they misunderstood the rules. Oh. Yeah, bless them. I mean, they are footballers. We'll let them have that. <laughs> so, so anyway, th- then they all get together. It's like, hey, Jose, what are you doing in our park? <laughs> oh, I'm here with Tangai. We just bumped into each other. We're having a jolly good chat. And look, I'm in my training gear. Why don't we have an impromptu session? Yay! And, of course, everybody films it. Everyone takes pictures. It hits the press within minutes. And... I don't know about you, man, but I've stopped watching the daily briefings just because I think my mental health was being dragged down by it. I've kind of had to kind of like, I know it's happening (laughs) and it's over there, but I need to just stop spending 24 hours a day watching it. Yeah. Um, But apparently yesterday, one of the doctors or the chief medical officer for the United Kingdom actually called us out by name as a football club for setting a bad example. I, I I just I don't know where to go with yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It and, is. Although, and to, it although is. to be fair, the chief medical officer's got caught himself, so you wonder how, many, how much <clears throat> he's been following his own guidelines. You know? Oh well, yeah, yeah. It's Christ, yeah, the vast majority of them will come down with it. But yeah, oh, it's, man. Uh, it's a comedy of errors, isn't it? Oh, I, I don't know. But just focusing on Tottenham, it just. And I mean, Jose released a statement then saying, you know, I apologise, you know, 
this on me, you know, my fault, my bad. Um, but in in a, in a week where you know we've got this other thing that we're going to come on to, you, you kind of just wonder where what the hell was going for anybody's minds. Um, but yeah, so so that's the story that they sort of all bumped into each other miraculously and decided to have an impromptu training session in their training gear. It, it, that it, was it, completely impromptu. You'd never know. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. That that I yeah, I'm I'm fully on board with that. But like you said, if someone had said to me six months ago a virus was gonna lock down the entire world, I'd have been like, Yeah, alright, you've been watching too many films. Yeah. Chill out, yeah. Basically it's, it's not even that. It's just that like you know, if you if you heard this story about the context of what you know of, yeah. of everything, it's just bizarre the whole thing's bizarre. It's yeah, it primarily... really is. And and you yeah. can that that's that's why and and I don't know if this is something we'll get on talking about um, at some point with when the season's going to uh, going to eventually restart if it does. But yeah. look, as as Spurs fans, well, me personally, you are. I don't know if all Spurs fans, but I'd happily see the the, the the league get null and void because that means, by the looks of things, we'll qualify for the Champions League next season, <laughs> where we were yeah. last season. Also, yeah. we get to see those Liverpool fans that have just been beyond cocky all season, just literally have their have it tall the rug pull, pull oh, their legs which would be amazing cool. but I, I, I know Ooh. that's really I know that's really bad to, to, to have that kind of negative view on it but I, I just feel like if, if it does I mean and obviously they've, they've cancelled the Euros now so that's giving it that space for the league to be yeah. finished but they've now moved it to 2021 haven't they so yeah, yeah, if yeah, yeah. They, they've got to finish next season on time so they can't delay next season so no. they've got to bear that in mind but then when you think and this is what the point I was going to make you know, when you look at pre-season, yeah. the, the, for, for a few weeks, the players who haven't been playing are unfit. You know, they're 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 they're, they're not they're not up, they're not match match ready no. by any means, which is why you <clears> have a pre-season. So these players aren't going to be able to like say that say in I don't know beginning of June they say right you know the lockdowns are eased we we can get back to normal or yeah. some kind of normality anyway for yeah. for a while. These these players aren't going to be able to then. I mean, I know obviously the the, the Premier League uh, uh, for, from them. I mean, the, the, the figure that's been touted about is they're going to lose something like seven hundred and fifty million if the if the season. Yeah, I've, I've managed uh, the Financial Times actually did an article and I've written down some of the figures. So when we yeah, I'll come back to that. Yeah, but but they, they can't. The players <clears throat> can't just play instantly, can they? They're going to have to have a few weeks of getting up to speed. And uh, although you know, obviously we're laughing about what Mourinho's done, and it is ridiculous, and he has. He has kind of flouted the quite strict guidelines that are there yeah. for a very important reason, but you can imagine just the frustration that's going through his head at the moment. Yeah, that, he's, that his players like it's, you'd like to think that they, they're, they're keeping this sort of fit. And I mean, someone like Harry Kane, for example. I mean, there's no doubt that he is. I mean, and, and some of the other players, but without him there as the coach, you know, doing <laughs> the day. Is it then bad that he singled out Tango and the Bell well, to, to be get fair, together? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> he's been singling them out for a while, hasn't he? You know? Oh, so... wow. Now, now you put it like that, you know, oh, you know, are the players keeping fit? Are they looking after? I oh, know Tango. I'm going to have to go and see he's, him. He, I'm going to have. I'm literally going to have to go take the Mars bar out of his hands. Do, do, do you know? Do you know that's the thing? Like, it, we, we, we're all lying in bed at night, thinking, please yeah. don't get this disease or party onto fans. Yeah. 
you know Mourinho's already been thinking, what is Dembele doing? What is he doing? I can't bear this, right? To the point where he's like, I'm literally going to flout the rules and risk people taking a picture because I have to get hold of him. Suddenly, suddenly we've worked it out and now I I feel like perhaps he was justified. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, it's madness. But you you were talking about the the season, um, you know, what what the hell they're going to do. Um, there's been several proposals put forward, and at first, when I heard the the it was three three proposals that apparently the Premier League chairman had discussed. When I first read this, I thought it was complete nonsense. I, I think I read it in I think it might have been the Sun or something online. So immediately you kind of go whatever, <laughs> and and just kind of walk away from it. But it appears to have become um, fact, and it's been reported everywhere now that the three things they discussed. Number one was uh, finishing the season by playing multiple games at the same venue. So the whole season will be finished behind closed doors. Um, It's that way they can get back to it faster. Um, And the way they'll do it is they'll play games like one every three days and they'll even play some like double headers in the same stadium and stuff like that. Um, One, you kind of look at like what you just said about player conditioning and stuff and think, well, that's madness. Um, can you imagine players going from a full season, having this break, and then being a, have to play a game every three days? Yeah, it is madness. You're just going to knacker people. So yeah. so that was that was the first proposal um, that was put forward. The, the second proposal was to... And, and this is the one that I think made me actually sort of involuntarily twitch with some sort of anger. They were talking about taking every Premier League team... And flying them to China, who now, of course, as far as they're concerned, have the virus under control, and finishing the Premier League season playing there in front of Chinese audiences, etc. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. That's so that was that was that was genuinely a proposal. So basically, a Premier League team will marry itself up with a Chinese team and basically, you know, borrow their stadium or whatever. It just. The fact that the fact that was even proposed makes you want to slap the Premier League board members. But... Yeah, and also I was going to say I feel sorry for the Chinese club that gets to adopt us for the last nine games. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah, blatantly Wuhan United. <laughs> I don't even know if they have a team, but that'd be where we'd end up. <laughs> There's not even a doubt in my mind with Daniel Levy going. Hey, it was the cheapest one. Yeah, yeah it's the cheapest there's, one. there's a reason, Danny. <laughs> Um, look, lads, bat lasagna. Anyway, moving on. Um, oh, that was a layered joke, wasn't it? Oh, there was a lot to unpack with that one. Um, but anyway, so so that was the second one. Now the third proposal, which is the one that I think is the most likely, is that they aim to restart again. This is behind closed doors. They aim to restart towards the end of June. They play the games in July with cup finals and competitions ending in August. They then give everybody two weeks and the new season starts. So in essence, the end of this season, for a lot of clubs like us, for example, who basically are mid-table and we haven't really got anything to play for. Um, I know there's a mathematical could still make the top four, but come on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, would basically mean we'd have to treat the end of the current season as like our pre-season 
everyone kind of has a couple of weeks to let their bodies heal up and wallop away we go again. Because like you said, Euro the European Championships have been moved to next summer. So what that basically means is we have to get next season back on track. Mm. Now, of course, the fourth option, which isn't being discussed because it's the nuclear option everybody knows is there because it's in the FA... It's literally in the rules, if you like. It's in the FA guide, is to null and void the season. Force majeure. There's nothing we can do. Like World War Two breaking out. The season was null and voided, and away we go. So, you know, you start the next season as it should. Um... From my personal point of view, I I don't think any of those options are great. <laughs> the China option I just think is ridiculous, and whoever suggested that, please don't let it be Daniel Levy, um, <laughs> deserves to be shot because it's awful and just it would it would almost cement to me that the Premier League's actually lost the lost the plot if that oh, makes completely, sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would just it would just cement that okay, you're in your own little world now. This isn't football. You're, you've lost the plot. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, the other options are kind of going to be really intense on the players, but are probably the ones that are going to push for uh, the the final option. And it's like you mentioned a minute ago about the potential losses. So if they were to null and void the season, the the thing that comes in is the loss of all of the club's TV money and stuff like that. Now, to me, there's, there's like really easy fixes to all of this. And I, and I can't understand, and it's possible I'm being oversimplistic, so I want to get your point of view. Yep. Um, so basically, you they do the TV deal and they get given a proportion of the money for that. So in essence, across all of the Premier League clubs, if we do not complete this season... In theory, the broadcasters would be due seven hundred and fifty million back from the clubs. So all of the Premier League clubs between them would have to give that money back to the broadcasters because the the contract wasn't met in essence. To me, the easiest solution for all parties and would keep all parties happy would be instead of demanding that money back, simply add a year to the existing deal. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? The yeah. broadcasters have already spent that money. Yeah. You know, that money's already gone. The clubs have had it and already spent it. Yes, that means that, you know, you're not going to be able to renegotiate or whatever and try and get, you know, try and get that little bit more for another year. But in the grand scheme of things, it, it surely is the best solution all round. And you could do that with everything from the spot. Because, of course, that's the big figure that people are talking about. But it goes further than that. Because shirt sponsors, uh, advertising boards that, you know, in the stadium, you know, literally pay on a basis of, okay, we'll put our board there. I know I'm saying boards when it's all digital now. Please just excuse my age. But, you know, you'll have our board there for every league game. And you will pay X for it. Obviously, if you don't have every league game because of what's happened, then they deserve X back. But again, you could say, you know, next season we'll give you, you know, the season at a reduced price for what you know what you lost this season, etc. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be a whole season because I mean, like it's it's it's, exactly. it's not it's it's a what is it a quarter of the not even a quarter? How long is uh, left of it? Like a six or an eight? Uh, eight games left. Is it eight, sixteen, like twenty-four? That. So eight it's a, it's, games, it's about yeah. a fifth. So you can yeah. say, look, we'll we'll knock off a fifth of what you would have 
yeah. you would have paid us for the yeah. con- for the year afterwards. You know, that's all you need to do. Yeah, there, there's 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 loads there, and I and I'm sure I know I'm 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 probably being over simplistic, but just from a business point of view. If they if that is the route they have to go down, and bear in mind that surely everyone must agree that health comes first. I I can't believe that there are. Oh, 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 I'm saying this, and I'm thinking, yeah, I probably can believe there are assholes who do put the money first. But the health has to come first. Now, even if you decide to play all these games behind closed doors to finish the season, um, which which I don't think anyone likes, you know, but. Look at Burnley, for example. Burnley have announced that if the season is null and voided, they will lose fifty million. You know that's based on obviously having to do all the. You know that's a, that's a club loss for a financial year. That's massive. You know Burnley will be in serious trouble, and they are a Premier League team. So if you cascade this down to the Championship, League One, League Two, these guys are all going to be in trouble. So you know if Burnley in the Premier League are going to be in serious issues so so it does need to be worked on it needs to be worked on desperately otherwise we are going to lose football clubs because of this i i appreciate the 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 that burnley aren't they're not they, you know they're not a chelsea or they're not a man united or no Liverpool no but they are an established team yeah and, and, and also what i would say as well is okay look you know, to, to you and I, and to most normal people in the world yeah. 50 million is an obscenely large amount oh, of money yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. but would they have spent fifty million on a couple of players in the summer? You know, it, Poss- it, possibly not Burnley, but Tottenham, in theory, could have spent that on a player. Yeah, but Burnley. I mean, I don't know the the, the, the figures, but sh- I, I, I would hazard a guess that Burnley spent quite a few million last like last pre- like you know last transfer window. They must have yeah. done. Yeah, you know. So all right, fifty million is an obscene large amount of money, but I'd even suggest for a Premier League club. It's not going to hurt them, I think, as much as 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 it possibly could do. You know, with that, with when you look at that amount of money, when you when yeah. you're relating it to a football club. But, but, but keep in mind, they're, they're they're not just discussing that's how much they'd lose. They're talking about as a as a football club for the year right. that would be their position. So they're not just saying, "Oh, we'd miss out on fifty million." They are literally saying, "We as a club would lo- would be, be down fifty million, million. Yeah. Right. as right. in yeah. like our financial results for the year." We all know Tottenham just made a hundred and eighty odd million. Mm. Burnley are saying we would be down. We'd be 50 down fifty million, million yeah. And and, so, and that's yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. You you've got to look at um, the the lower. You know, you go down the tiers. Yeah, that's yeah. that is when it's gonna and it probably oh, it's gonna cascade gonna, awfully, yeah. Yeah, terribly, yeah. And and, and I, I, again, I think this is something that you was gonna uh, touch upon. It, and if you are, apologise. But yeah. you know, you, we we look at the the nuclear option of null and void in the season yeah it, it's already happened for some of these very low lower league um, yeah the, you know the non, uh, yeah and the they're challenging it in the courts though yeah <laughs> and, and, but you got like uh where was it I can't, my friend was telling me about one of the teams that haven't have Waterlooville or something or yeah, they were like a few points clear every game yeah, yeah. so for, for those fans for those fans the fans of that, that club yeah. that have gone every week paid their money every week and don't get me wrong I know they're not paying the sort of amount of money to go and watch no, you know, Premier no, League but they're, they're, team but they've still, yeah, dedica- still they've dedicated thing, yeah. their Saturdays and their, their, their weekdays to go and watch the club and yeah. For, for, and for them that's it now you know it's yeah. just it's just been null and voided and it's difficult because I, 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 they're going to look at, you know, if, if it doesn't get null and voided in the Premier League, for example, yeah. and they say, look, it's not fair uh, on Liverpool, we, we, we can't, we just can't do it. How, yeah. how are those fans feel? 
You know yeah, that. Oh, it's all right to. Agree, it's, yeah. it's none. It's all right to none avoid us. But when you're Liverpool, you've, you've got. It's got to be carried on because we couldn't do it yeah. to them. No, I, I agree with you 100% on that. When I saw the decision that they null and voided, I think it's level six downwards, uh, women and men's game. My first reaction was, how can you do that when a decision has not been made for the upper leagues? Because now, if you don't null and void the Premier League down, so everything is null and voided, you are going to constantly have, you know, what what I just couldn't understand the logic of doing that when they did it. If, and also the justification that I saw, which was, you know, it's, it's, it's force majeure, it's, um, you know, all of this stuff. And you're going, yeah, but now you've really set yourself up because you have literally cemented in writing as a decree using this rule. What happens if you now don't do that with the Football League? Yeah. And, yeah, and, it, it, conference. It, and it, it almost just says, it just smacks of, you're not really that important. So it's yeah, not worried too much yeah, about it. Yeah, big you know? time, yeah. Yeah, and it does. And the thing is about the lower league clubs, and it's something, uh, it's something you kind of know, or th- or if you think about, it, you go, oh yeah, of course. But like even in the championship, they literally go season to season. So you've got a championship club. You are either trying to stay in that division because you want to, you know, build yourself towards getting to the Premier League, or your ambition is the Premier League. And you literally, vast majority of them, their player contracts are a season, manager contracts are a season, because you're literally putting everything into getting up. And if you get up, amazing, you know, you've probably got clauses that adds a year to the deal, you know, etc, etc. But if you don't make up, how many teams do you see, like, reach the playoff final, then vanish for four or five years? Mm. You know, or their players all get nicked, you know? Yeah, yeah. So teams that are in the championship right now... And a fought and fought and fought. This season's null and voided. All of a sudden, it's like, well, what do we do now? Mm. You know what? You know, I was we we put everything in to get into the Premier League. We were right there. You know, either in the playoff spots or in first or second position. We're now back to square one. You know, Leeds is the example I can use. Their manager Bielsa, his contract's up in the summer. You know, he signs it a year at a time. He's very much wanted by a number of clubs all across Europe. They've got six players that have all got non-promotion release clauses. So where does that leave them? Yeah. Because the club's on track to be promoted, leads back to the Premier League, where, uh, pardon me for saying this, where I think they belong. And all of a sudden that's going to get taken away from them. And, and don't get me wrong, it is not good for anybody. This is, you know, the nuclear option for everyone. And everyone would have justification to feel, bloody hell, you know, that's beyond annoying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Liverpool, everybody. Yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it, where, you know, when you go to, when you, you know, I've, listen, I'm season to kill, so I've, got, I've gone to most most games yeah. and I, you know, you you you're dedicating a lot of time to go to the games to, oh, to watch the game. You, you know, yeah. yeah, and it's it's not just you as fans; it's the players. Like you know, the the players, they they they've been focused on achieving things. And you know, it reminds me a little bit of um, as a, as a sort of a minor version of it. I, I uh, a couple of a year or so back, I was a, a guest on a on a, a YouTube uh, Spurs uh, show yeah. for just a couple, two or three times. I did like on this because they they record it. But they don't do it anymore. But we 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 did we, they did it in two segments. So you'd sit there and um, they'd go right. Okay, we're going to record the first bit, and it, and the guy'd have like about four or five different cameras, and yeah. then we'd record the first bit, and then 
about half an hour after doing it, we stop and then discuss what to do with the second half, like you know. So yeah. done the done the first half, uh, stopped, and he's gone. Oh, oh no, I don't think I pressed record. Oh no! <laughs> so literally, the last half an hour had to be repeated again, right? Oh, which was which was no really. Man. But that yeah. that that sinking feeling when when he said I haven't pressed record, you're like, you're kidding! I've just like. Just yeah. like stress myself out, like put all the effort into that for that half an hour, and it was completely pointless. And I know this is like only a minor version of, of yeah, no, the fo- I, no, you're but, right. But, it's the feeling, yeah. But it's that, that the, the players, you know, you can imagine. I mean, obviously Liverpool players, it would hurt the absolute most. But that gut wrenching feeling of that was just completely pointless. Yeah. Like but, you know, I the mean, last it, few. It, it's different scales as well because, like for example, a team that is down in the relegation or fighting relegation who've managed to you know claw themselves clear of it is going to be feeling as much as a Liverpool or Wolves. You know, Wolves have performed amazingly this season and are rightly fighting for a Champions League spot. Even Sheffield United just, as well. Yeah, Sheffield imagine? United have just had one of the best seasons ever. And it is very, you know, you see these teams have these amazing seasons. You know, Leicester City have really, this season, been a great side again. They deserve that recognition. And and although all of us can look back and go, you know, that season Liverpool were phenomenal and stuff like that. What does arc back to me is, is making the decisions, you know... Um, in business and stuff like that, there's all these buzzwords and terminology used. And someone said to me once, when I first started out um, and I was running my own business, he said, the art of compromise is everyone being unhappy. And I was like, what? That, that doesn't make sense. Surely the art of a good deal is everyone walks away happy. He's like, no, if everyone walks away happy, they all think they've got one over on each other. If everyone's unhappy, it means that was a compromise. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I, I kind of, like, at first it didn't really sink in with me. And after a few years of working and, you know, doing deals and, you know, making business arrangement, you kind of like, oh, actually, yeah, that does now make sense. You know, if I walk away from doing a deal with someone, I'm smiling. They're not. I've I've had them over. <laughs> you know, yeah. if if every party walks away from a deal going bloody hell, that's a, you know, oh, I didn't want to give that up, but I had to. That's a compromise. Yeah, you know, sure. that's the same. And I don't think there's a team in football that genuinely. I know, mean, you know, you said earlier on about, well, hey, we'd be back in the Champions League. Yeah. But I don't think genuinely now, if you think about the financial implications as well of null and avoiding it, nobody's going to be happy. So to a point, there's kind of me looking at it going, that to me is the safest, most sensible way of doing it. Top to bottom, you literally say, look, like World War II breaking out, this is complete force majeure. This is something left field. We are going to have to null and void the season. The decision is made and we are now going to start entering negotiations as a league, you know, and the championship are going to do it as well in League 1, League 2. We've advertisers with everybody about doing new deals you know to extend the existing deals so there isn't a money back now the the other thing is have you seen what's happened in belgium no so the belgian league was declared null and void it was it was it was over it was just ended and they consulted solicitors who basically told all of these tv companies and all of these advertisers who wanted their money back no yeah, <laughs> they said no. You look at your contracts, force majeure. We've had to end it because of this. It's not our doing. We've not ended it on purpose. So no, you don't get your money back. 
Now, when I read that story, I thought to myself, there cannot be a Premier League team around that isn't on the phone to their lawyers right now going, yeah. um, look into this, will yeah. you? <laughs> because this could become quite handy and serious. Um, especially the, the management of our beloved football club. I imagine every single possible uh, loophole is being investigated oh, God, twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, at, minim- at a minimum. <laughs> yeah, at a bare minimum, yeah. Uh, providing they don't mind paying solicitors, that is. Now, <laughs> we've got to come to this, um, and I've kind of been putting it off for a little while, because, um, so let let me intro into this next section by saying, every time we do a podcast, and me and you are going to be talking, we try to put a post out on our Facebook page, and on that post, we say to people, you know, if you've got any questions, you've got any topics you'd like to hear us discuss, um... Typically, we get a kind of a mixed bag. Obviously, if something big's happened in the week, like the the week Mauricio Pochino lost his job, pretty much every question was, "Oh, you know, what do we do now? You know, Jose's in charge. What the, you know?" <laughs> that was the kind of a running theme. So we said, "Okay, based on the fact that pretty much every question's along similar line, we're just going to chat about it." Um, so to everybody who posted a question not related to this next topic, I apologise and. Uh, I'll answer you on the page. Um, but basically, there was a very clear running theme. <laughs> I don't know if you looked at this or not. I, I have, and um, I, I can. I know one of one of the, the, the guys that writes um, asks question quite asks yes. questions quite a lot, and he's he's, he's a, a, a been a follower of the page for a while. Simon yeah. Whiteman. Yeah. I, I did see he got quite upset uh, because he he said oh, he asked a question that was wasn't related to it. It was about the players, or yeah. I, I can't even remember it. I, I can. I think he has delayed it back. If I can remember rightly, it was it was something along the lines of where do we want to go next season with buying players or something along those lines, and he's gone on to the onto the onto that particular yeah. uh, post and said he's deleted it because yeah, it clearly no one yeah and I, I think uh, it's it's really difficult because and I know we're going to go on to it but I, I get me personally I feel as angry as I think as people who are who are, who are putting these posts I, I, and I think I and these people who are po- or the, the list the the followers of the page who have asked questions I think we represent I think a large majority of how as Spurs fans, we feel at the moment, and 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 I and I appreciate that that Simon was just kind of maybe wanting to change the subject a little bit, but and and I and I and, I, and look, I genuinely don't mean to sound mean here, and look, for example, ad, an admin uh, admin line page Dan, like he's yeah. put on there, he's asked a question about you know, so, and, I, and I appreciate he's just trying to make it lighthearted, so and I know you yeah. do listen, Dan, and I don't want you to feel like this is me attacking you, mate, but I genuinely don't care mate i don't care it's it's it's, it's like that at the moment yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's 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 hard for me to care about who, who we're signing who's a, who's the best player in the team it, it doesn't it's just for two reasons yeah for one reason because we're in the middle of a a, sh- a shit scary pandemic at the moment where yep. people are dying around us left right and center really like you know yeah. the closest is hit home for me at the moment is my 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 father, mother, and father-in-law's friend uh, died, uh, so I know that's not that's. It could be a lot closer, no, no, and and I know, I'll, it, it probably still... at some point it will get closer, probably. But it is it's just really really scary out there, yeah. and and B, which is what we'll go on to, is the way the the, the club have behaved. So I, I just think that questions about uh, signings and questions about who's the best player in the team, it just people. I just don't think people care at the moment, and 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 again. 
Dan, mate, I don't, I don't mean that as a, you, you know, I, I love you. I don't mean that as an attack on you. I genuinely don't. I just think that, but it's, it's not the right mood at the moment for it, you know. Yeah, so, so let's let's focus on this then. Um, so everybody who asked a different question, thank you so much for doing it. Um, and we will get to it. We will talk about it. But let, let's let's focus in on this. So the thing. Uh, both of us can agree, I think, 100% that Tottenham have handled this terribly. Absolutely. Um, and I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna say my my feeling on it, and then I, I want you to come in after because I know how, how you're sort of feeling, and I think it'd be good for you to really fire it. So, yeah, sure, sure. Um, so basically, the decision was made by Daniel Levy, the board, etc. But we're gonna put it on him because he's he's the focal point of it. He's the guy who carries these kind of things. The decision was made that basically the non-playing staff at Tottenham Hotspur would be put onto the government furlough scheme. Uh, the government furlough scheme, for anyone who's not aware, is employees um, will have their up to 80% of their wages, up to an amount of, I think, 2500 a month, um, covered by the government. So, in essence, the company that employs them pay them, and then they can claim up to 80% back from the government to keep people in their jobs for three months. It's a scheme that's been put in place, so basically April, May, and June, um, and it's to enable businesses to keep staff that they would possibly have to lay off because of the financial climate, because of the situation that's going on. You know, the government have asked people to shut down and stay home, so because of that, they've created this scheme. I I think that covers it. Apologies if I've not gone into too much detail there. Um, Tottenham Hotspur, as a football club, then put all of their non-playing staff into this scheme. Um, What Number one is a question of, did they need to do it? Um, that's a question that unfortunately we won't actually be able to answer until the next year's financial accounts are laid out and I've got a horrible feeling the club are banking on people are forgetting all of this by then I personally won't mm. but uh, I think they're banking on the vast majority will so so that's number one without knowing you know the exact scenario it's impossible to actually answer that but the suspicion is when a club makes a record profit you kind of think that, no, they don't actually need to use the scheme. But, okay, being a business, and this is just me, you know, I'm, I'm a business owner, I have a staff payroll, I am using the scheme currently. I think what upset me, or what annoyed me personally the most, is I literally had, and this is possibly a little bit personal now for me, so I apologise if I get into this a little bit, but I had three days right at the start of this where I had to make that decision where I was in absolute pieces because I know a lot of the members of staff quite personally that work for me. I know their financial situation. I know their families. I know the situations where if their wages are reduced to just 80%, they'd really struggle. And the only way I and my business could support them for the next three months without any income. You know, my business is one that is completely closed. I have got no income whatsoever in my business for the next three months, like Tottenham. You know, that that Tottenham as a business is closed. Yeah, people are possibly buying shirts online and stuff like that, but as a main income source for Tottenham Hotspur, they're getting nothing really at the moment. So for me, very similar. And so I had three nights, didn't sleep, was it was feeling physically sick awful trying to trying to find any way i possibly could 
scrambling around for these business grants, everything that the government talked about, but none of them are available straight away, you know. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm trying to be as understanding about that as possible. They're trying to create something from scratch and, you know, they're doing their best and they're trying to protect people above, you know. But, so I'm, I'm trying to be as understanding as possible. So what I've had to do, and people might just go, well, yeah, that's what you have to do when you're the business owner, is I've literally cleared every bit of savings I have personally, everything. And I've put that into my business to enable my staff to still be on 100% wages for the next three months. Now, if this continues beyond three months or anything like that, me personally, I'm in a lot of trouble now. But I agonised about that. I mean, I spent three days ill because of it, you know, and I, and I, but it was the right thing to do. For me, personally, I could not live with myself not doing that because it is my business. It is something I've set up. It's something that I've put everything into to get it where it is. I don't want to see it fail. In 2008, I had a business that basically hit the wall because of the financial crash. Not anything I could have done about that. There's nothing I can do about this. But I was in a position that for the next three months, I can keep everything and everyone paid. So I did it. To then learn that Tottenham, the club that I've dedicated so much to as a fan, uh, you know, I've always felt this attachment to the club you know, ever since I was a kid, I've used that scheme as well, was a bit like, okay, I, you know, I don't know the financials, I, I can understand why a business would use it, I'm using it, okay, to find out they're not even topping up the staff's wages, to find out that the club is allowing these people to all take a pay cut during this crisis, when the club posted record profits of over 160 odd million quid, when the owner of the club sits on a personal fortune in the billions, not that his businesses are worth billions, the guy literally has a bank account with billions sat in it, has made me so... It's actually beyond anger. I just feel sick. And I don't know, I don't know how I can even put it into words. It just, it just hit me like an absolute ton of bricks that there are people out there that are doing everything they possibly can, like me in this example, but just loads and loads of people are doing everything they possibly can to do the right thing. And then there's this football club that I give money to every year. You know, I'm, I'm a One Hotspur member. My daughter is. You know, we buy the shirts every season. I, You know, I go to games. Just And just to see them shaft everything I've believed in so royally... And to do it in such a gleeful, jib kind of way. Because he put this statement out and tried to blame the players. And there was an initial part of me that went, yeah, they're, they're, you know, bloody hell, those players, they're earning all these millions of pounds. And, you know, they, they should put their hands in their pocket. And then all of a sudden it hit me like the next day. It's like, no, wait a minute. Yeah, they are all earning serious money. They, again, are employees of billionaires. Why in the hell are billionaires arguing over hundreds and thousands, which is literally the interest on their vast fortune per day, and they're trying to blame somebody else? See, Sam, anyway, I, so, that, I, so that's me. So that's me. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop and let you go. <laughs> mate, why, why couldn't we have had this conversation before I did my blog post, eh? You, 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 need, you need to have phoned me. Because, mate... 
I, I fell for it, you know, and and I'm well, gonna. Well, so did I, which 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 is what upset me. I think. I think yeah. what upset me is because when I read that initial Daniel Levy post, I was like, the club's doing everything they possibly can to keep everything going. Those bloody players aren't taking a pay cut, so we've had to do this to the staff. And I was like, those poor staff, those bloody players. And then it hit me like out of nowhere because of my personal situation. I think it kind of hit me like, hang on a minute. It ain't their responsibility. That's like me blaming the senior managers of my staff for the other staff, you know, not having... Do you see what I mean? It's yeah. like, no, hang on, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 uh, I, I regret, uh, you know, if, if I can, if I could go back and, and, and write, a, 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 write it differently, I would, because yeah. I, I've, I, I aimed a lot of a lot of the anger on the on the blog post I did it's on our, our website uh, towards the players and I know you did one the next day that kind of focused it focused it more on the uh, on Levy on Enig and yeah. Lewis and and mate I took it on board and look I I've I'd like to think of myself that I've got the, the courage and the um you know the kind of what's the right word? You know, some people will have opinions on things, and that is their opinion. And no matter yeah. how much you try to tell them, try, or try to not even try to sway them, but go look. Okay, you've got that opinion, but here are some some facts or some yeah, um, yeah. some some things that maybe could, could could change your opinion or even look at it differently. And yeah. and you get a lot of people that will go, no, 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 I'm angry. I'm going to stay angry with those people. I don't yeah. care what you say. It's going to go through one ear out the other. But no, I I. I I feel like I've been I've been done basically, but but by, by yeah. the uh, by the by the chairman and by Lewis, they've done they've done me, you know, because none of, none of the none of the the, the uh, anger should be at the players. And and look, I'll go back to talking about you know th- what they've done, but just as an example, yesterday, you know, the the, the hashtag yeah. was it to, to players together? Yeah, yeah, players together. They, yeah, they, they, every they, Premier they, League player set up a fund. Yeah, yeah, they, these these guys they, these guys care. They do care, right? And and it's and there's the old argument which is not their fault they get paid as much as they do look p- professional football players get paid an obscene amount of money we all know that yeah, yeah? They, they do get paid an obscene amount of money right yeah. and far more uh, it, it's it's never been more starkly shown how much more they get paid than right now when you've got nurses that are literally dying yeah. right to, to save us yeah. uh, fellow human beings that get paid probably in a year what most football players get paid in a week, if that. Sorry, mate. You know? I just want to interject very quickly because there was something I saw in a press conference from the Spanish health minister recently. Go, go on, mate. And and I just think it's it knits in so well with what you just said. Um, she was getting hammered by the Spanish press about you know why weren't we better prepared for this? Why wasn't this? Why isn't there this? Why isn't there that? And she paused for a moment and then you know calmly said, in a world where the budget from the whole of this country is a hundred thousand euros for defense against this kind of thing and you play and you sorry you pay a footballer one million euros per week what do you expect it is it's it's just obscene but then but then Listen, this is not me trying to go towards attacking the players now because no, no, no. It's not. I, I yeah, just thought no. that, that was a really relevant kind of yeah. And I'm glad she, I'm, she's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, and I'm glad you've said that because that that just that that is a that sums up in a couple of sentences exactly what I'm trying to say. You know, but th- these players get paid this money, and I appreciate that they get paid them a bit. But it's it's what it's like in football. You know, they're, they're getting yeah. paid that, and they they didn't make the they didn't make this decision it wasn't them that made the decision at spurs it was no. lewis and Ian. it was they they they're the yeah. ones that made yeah. the decision so look 
they they possibly and, and this is the thing when I, I me and you were having um after you did your blog post me and you were having a mm. conversation and I look I don't want to fall out with you mate and I and I no. started to and I started to come on board with what you what you were saying right and I was yeah. and then and then as I'm as I'm trying to not argue with you but as I'm trying to put my point across right yeah. as I'm as uh, on on uh, messenger we're talking to each other as yeah. I'm trying to put my point across I'm just deleting it mate because I'm like my my argument's crap Right, I, I'm yeah. like, I, I'm not, I'm going to stop this now because I was going, I was typing, yeah, well, the, the players should tell us that they're that they're helping uh, helping out the, yeah. the the other staff. Why should they tell us? Yeah, well, why yeah, should they? Was, you know, yeah. like that, they, they can't. Like as far as as far as we know, you you might have got um the the, the top boys like Harry Kane and the captain and all the other some of the other players got yeah. together on on Skype or or whatever you know house party as it is now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, after they've had a little game of uh, guess who, uh, yeah. right. Let's 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 sort these play these 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 let's sort out everyone out. Let's sort out the the the, the, the fella that cuts yeah. the grass, the the, fella, the the guys that do yeah. the light lighting and all that. Let's let's club together, make sure they will get paid 100. percent We'll contact them. We'll set them up on a WhatsApp group. Look, guys, just mm-hmm. how do you want us to do this? We'll help you out. You know, yeah. we don't know if that's happened or not, right? No, we, so we don't know. And no. and it's one of those things where if a player does that and it hits the press, he's he's doing it for the press. If he doesn't keeps it quiet, he's slammed. Because he's getting he's doing slammed, nothing. exactly. Yeah. So, so this is. Um, I, 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 look, I, we we know uh, you know my political persuasion. I know yours, and I promise I'm not going to yeah. make this a political argument. I promise, Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just I just want to use an analogy that was used during Brexit that that perfectly sums this up, right? If you if yeah. you don't mind, and I apologise. I don't want to. I'm not saying this to upset anybody. I'm not. I'm just. It's just an analogy that I think works really well at the moment. So yeah. you've got um you've got a whole cake, right? Yeah. So uh, in this whole cake, you imagine that the likes of Branson, Lewis. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the really wealthy Barclay brothers, all the really wealthy people yeah. in this world that have got the vast majority of all the wealth in this country. Yeah. You imagine that that their, their slice of the cake, if you like, it's not even a slice, is 90%. So you imagine like yeah. a, a birthday cake serves 12, apart from a little slice that's been taken out, a very wafer-thin slice, by the way, the slice that if you slice that, you'd probably make about 500 servings of it. We're in that we're in that little thin slice, right? They've got, they've got the rest of it, right? Yeah. Now, what what they what they what they do very very well is they focus us on being angry at the people that are trying to nibble our thin slice. So, through, through the media, they'll say, "Look, you know, you've got immigrants coming over here, taking your jobs. They're, you know, you they're, you you could do the fruit picking, you could do all that, but they're doing it. They're coming over. They're taking your little slice. Yeah. So you're focusing." on the people that are nibbling your tiny little wafer thin slice and while you're focusing on them you're not focusing on the 99.9% of the cake that's being lavishly enjoyed by the by the by the wealthy yeah. right so what i felt like hap- happened to me was i i got persuaded and it's it's difficult to make the analogy work in a sense because players do get paid a lot amount of money. But no, but, no, but it's it's economic scale. But I got I got I got I got I was focused on that on on that bit, that part of it, and not like you like you so eloquently put it. You know, you've got that selfish, greedy arsehole sitting in his yacht, yeah. sitting on billions. Right, yeah. that that the the the. the, the Mate, it's really it's making me really angry, mate. Yeah, no, it is. It, and and that's that's the thing that I think I struggle with. It's kind of 
I'm a business person, so when it came to making business decisions about my thing, the furlough scheme and all this stuff like that makes sense. When Tottenham announced they were doing it from a business person, you know, just purely, you're kind of like, okay, you need to aid the cash flow whilst you don't know what's going to happen with all these different things. And keep in mind, you know, this scheme starts at the end of April. So by announcing it, you're basically putting everyone on notice this is what you're going to do. But of course, if things change by the end of April and you know that the season is going to be finished and your income is going to be different, you can always change that. You know, the club could turn around and say, yeah, we put everyone on notice, but because we now know what's going to happen and we know what our income is going to be, you know, come back to work or you're on full pay, we now know. You know, so from a business point of view, I was kind of like, okay, I do understand it, I do understand it. And then there was this kind of moral thing, which is like a human point of view. And what just I just cannot get past it is what is hurting me so much is that you always Tottenham do this big social media thing and this hashtag together. There's this constant thing is we're together, we're one club. You know, the members are called one hotspur. You know, it's it's all supposed to be, we're all in it together. We're all a family. And it's all bullshit. Complete and utter bullshit. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and you know it's the been most, proven now. Yeah, the most frustrating thing about it is, and I've seen a lot of people say this uh, on our page and, and various yeah. other social media, right, that's it, I'm giving up my season ticket, right? Now, yeah, I, I, and, I, yeah. I feel like that, Sam, right? I feel like, yeah. honestly, fuck you, have my season ticket. But the problem is, right, and they know this, them smug... Mate, I'm so struggling yeah. not to swear, right? Yeah. But they, they they know that if I give it up, there's what yeah. eighty, ninety thousand people that would snap up my season ticket in a second. So they're still getting the money. Yeah. They don't care. They don't no. care because they know that the money's going to come in regardless of how they're treated. They know yeah. that. They don't care. They really yeah. don't. I, I had this conversation. I'm, I'm I'm sure you listened, of course. But I had this conversation with Cat from the Supporters Trust on about a diff- couple of different subjects. And one of the things that was striking to me, she said to me, is when they have these meetings with the club, whenever they're confronting the club with something like, you know, Tottenham fans feel really passionately about this, the club's reply is nearly always, oh, well, we're getting thousands of thousands and tens of thousands of emails telling us what a good job we're doing. And it's kind of like, it's hard to argue when, like, so many people are basically bending over and telling Daniel Levy what a wonderful job he's doing. And don't get me wrong, I judge people on the merits of each individual thing, and there are things he has done throughout his tenure which have been great. This is not one of them. This is a decision which I think could be the absolute undoing of where we are as a football club, as a as a community football club. A football club is supposed to mean something. Look at Liverpool. Liverpool's owners or American owners are are not part of the Liverpool community. They made the same decision as Daniel Levy. The uproar it caused in Liverpool made them reverse that decision within 24 hours. Mm. The uproar this created in North London. You know, Tottenham is not a you know it's not a well-off area. I mean, a lot of these people who have been furloughed from the club are. You're talking about uh, people who work in the stadium. You know, cleaners. All the, all these yeah. people. You know they need that money right now. You just, you just, you just, you can, all, all you can picture is, is like th- these guys that are gonna, like they, they probably like, like this. I think the, the statistic is there's 10 million people in this in this country mm. that have no savings. So yeah. and and do you know what, mate? I'm I'd happily admit I'm one of those 10 million, right? So yeah. we get paid every month, and literally 
if yeah, if, we, if, if, if we if we hadn't got paid, hand, yeah. yeah, if we don't get paid, a, if 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 our pay gets delayed by a week, we are going to struggle. Yeah, so yeah. we ha- so you're basically surviving every month. You're working out what you what your bills are, and 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 you can just we can just about make 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 do every month. Yeah. Now you've got you take twenty percent off someone that's got rent to pay. You know, uh, um, and I'm I'm saying yeah. look, I'm saying rent, but I'm presuming that you know most people have got rent to pay. I know it's it's more difficult to get that covered yeah, than no. the mortgages no, no. and the rest of their bills. Coupled with the stress of what's going on at the moment, and then you've got that fat arsehole sitting in his yacht, whose who's interest alone could probably yeah, and pay. That's, that's the second. Yeah, thing. It, it, it's, you... it's truly sick. It's, it's, it hasn't got a clue, has he? He hasn't got a clue, no. and it is truly disgusting the way, the way that they've treated him. Like, yeah. look at look at Norwich, right? Look at Norwich, yeah. right? They've done it, but they've topped the, they've topped them up. Yeah. So then, and that's, it's... that's the difference. That is, if the club had done that, I I know it's still you'd look at it and go, "There's a billionaire there, you know, he, he could just do this and not even break a sweat." But if the club did that, even I would be not as I I would look at that and go, "Typical bloody business decision that we've made." But yeah, okay, I get it. I'm a business person myself. Until you know what the hell is going on, I get it. But you're topping it up. Because it isn't a lot of money for Tottenham Hotspur Football Club to make that 20% contribution. No! It is a drop in the damn ocean for them. And to not do it... it, Yeah, I mean, me and you could probably spend another hour just screaming about it, but we shouldn't. Um, I don't know what... I don't know what the next steps are, but I want to put something to you, and I'm going to do it on the podcast. And people, I want you to get in touch with me. If you're listening to us right now... And you've listened all the way through. <laughs> um, well done, and thank you. And please do get in touch with me on this because something has been put to me. There's when I spoke to Cat, and I, I'd mentioned this a minute ago. Um, she said to me about one of the things as the trust they desperately want people to do is to email the club when they're not happy about something and copy the trust in because, like I said, when they have these meetings, so often it's kind of like. Look, all these people, you know, a thousand people have contacted the trust to say they're unhappy about this. And they say, oh, well, 10,000 have contacted us to say what a great job we did. So, you know, we win, move on, next Mm. point. Mm. If they went into a meeting and went, well, (laughs) we've been copied in on about 20,000 emails telling you that this was an awful decision. What have you got to say? It it gives them something to tag on to. Now, the trust, of course, aren't going to give out email addresses for, you know, the top brass at the club or anything like that. But I've got them. I've got the email address for Daniel Levy personally. I've got the email address for the uh, next person down who people should address their concerns to. Because, of course, the other staff who you'd normally write to right now are on fucking furlough. Mm. (sighs) See, it's annoying me again. Mate, should I put that out there? I genuinely was considering doing a Facebook post and saying to people, if you are genuinely, you know, because no matter what I post at the moment, people are just on it saying, oh yeah, who gives a crap, the staff aren't being paid. But but that's, that's, I I agree with that. And I get it, I I completely get it. And I almost kind of want to draw a line and say, right guys, you're all really angry and passionate about this, I'm getting messages constantly on the page, I'm seeing it on Twitter, I've had to just stop Twitter, I've not been on it for a week. I just can't. I can't handle it. If if you look on um, every time um, 
Spurt, Tottenham put something on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Anything relate to anything? Yeah. Literally, yeah, pay the staff, yeah. it's pay the staff, pay the staff, pay. We don't yeah. care, we don't care, we don't care, and we don't care. We don't literally yeah. don't care. Like and 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 again, like I I I feel bad for, for attacking the players, but like you know, you look at like the, the interview uh, with that that people talked about of Harry Kane saying, oh, you know, I want the club to move on if I'm going to stay with the club. Yeah. I ge- I genuinely never thought I'd say this. But I don't care, mate. Just whatever you want to do, do what you don't. I don't care anymore. You know, yeah, it's, well, that's how I feel at the moment. I, like these kind of things just aren't important when you're when 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 you're treating the players so badly. Things like what the what the players want to do, or you know, anything related to that. It's just it's just it's it's insignificant, and it, and no one cares about it at the moment, or very few people care about it. Well. That's my idea then. I'm going to do a Facebook post that basically says that, you know, just say you feel and everything, literally address it to this person, this person, send the email, copy in the trust and let them know what you think. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I'm going to do it. Um, I've I've actually cancelled my membership, me and my daughter. Um, it doesn't mean anything to the club, but I'm going to tell them why. Um, yeah. And it- it's it's difficult, it's Sam. It it's difficult because I, I I genuinely I really feel so strongly that I want I want to just just go fuck your season ticket, but it it yeah. doesn't do anything. It just it just bites my nose off to spite well, my face because yeah. there, there, there's someone from that queue that will just snap it up lovingly and there you go. I've now lost my season ticket and the club is still getting paid the same amount of money from from that seat every season. So what have I achieved? You know. Well, it greatly depends on how you feel about going forward. I mean. I, I, right now, have zero interest in going to watch Tottenham Hotspur play football. Me too. Forget yeah. how crap we've been. You know, just, I don't want to walk into that stadium and give them any of my money. No. I, I, that's how I feel. Now, the club have got plenty of opportunities to correct this. You know, like I said, the, the wages for this don't come until the end of April. And they've got basically a few weeks now to course correct, to review their decisions and maybe maybe save themselves i mean i'm still never going to forget they did it but they've got the opportunity now in the next few weeks to gauge the opinion and to reevaluate things i mean of course you know today there's a bloody article in the telegraph that daniel levy's offered the groundsman to come and work on his estate and he'll pay him personally oh god honestly if... but then but you see what i mean it's kind of like in his mind he's thought i'm helping them do you know what I mean? In his mind, I know how it works. He's kind of thought to himself, the club have had to put him on furlough, but I'm going to do this and that's going to help. But just from the outside looking in, you just come across as a total asshole. I, I just, I, do, do you know what it, it's, it has to be? That when you've got when you've got people so extremely wealthy, when like, yeah. you know, they're, they've got millions and millions, literally just, you can't even yeah. spend the interest every month, you know, yeah. Li- living in, in in huge houses, you know, you, everything's done for you. Yeah. It must be really hard to relate to just your average person, mustn't it? I, I, th- like, I think it, it, it depends massively on the background. I think there are some people are born into wealth and they haven't got a clue. Those that work their way up I'm often shocked by them not like Richard Branson. Branson Richard Branson yep. wasn't born wealthy. He worked his way up, and he's he's a British success story. And I don't want to take anyone away from that. But his behaviour during this has shocked me. Mm-hmm. Like you know what it is. Like Alan Sugar, 
um, there's another one. Now, Alan Sugars is actually doing quite a bit. I, it's not public, but I, I actually have some business ties with stuff with him. And they're they're doing a lot for computer equipment and stuff into hospitals and things. And he's just done it off his own. Literally, he's paying for it. But he's not making it public, so I'm quite proud of him for that. Because the easiest thing in the world for him would make a big deal out of that right now, but he's not. Um, but you kind of see those guys who've worked their way up. And I know I know it doesn't justify it, but I'm kind of shocked by that. Like Richard Branson, the way he's behaving, more than I am someone who's like the third bicount of Asylvania mm. or whatever. He was basically born a billionaire, doesn't actually understand how the world works. You know, if they're acting like a prat, you kind of go, well, yeah, you're a prat. But the others that have worked their way up, you think, how how have you got that? How have you not looked at that immediately and gone, I can do something to help and done it? Listen, listen, you, mate, you you was almost getting me to tears, mate, when you was talking about what what you've had, to, what your decisions you've had to make. You know, oh, now you've, you've 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 had to no, listen, listen, mate, it's, you, you've you've kind of had to find savings that you probably would have. I, I presume rainy day savings, something well, you never, you um, never have seen a, you never have seen a, a pande- global pandemic coming, basically, no, you know. No. But but you, you, as a business, you've obviously thought if anything does happen, I need to have some kind of after some... two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah there I, you go. I basically, put plans in place. It is, I mean, it just kills me. You know, I I made my business recession proof this time around. <laughs> yeah, but, but you, but you, but, yeah. Well, there you go, and, oh, and, no. and you and you learnt from it. So, yeah. but you, but you, but you had to struggle for three days, and that's the savings you put in there. This yeah. guy, Richard Branson, he could pay these staff all of yeah. them five hundred pound yeah. a week, and he would still have four billion pounds in the bank. Yeah, it, it, it's it's. I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't even. No, I, I, I can't. How do you get into it. his? How do you get into his thinking? I don't, I don't understand. Like, how can one human being think? Well, I, I'd better not give them all that money because I'd only have four billion left in the bank. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, it's like when you see the the news about um, uh, I can't ever remember her name. The the woman who wrote Harry Potter books. She yeah. she was the first ever person to lose billionaire status because of charitable giving. Yeah, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, but but yeah. then that but then that kind of hit home a little bit. The first ever one, and it was only ten <laughs> so years ago, and you kind of think to yourself, "Jeez, yeah." It's 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 just <laughs> I I think it's innate in a lot in 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 us probably to an extent of greed. You know, it's that kind of. <sighs> I don't think it, like they're, they're they're people that aren't greedy, thankfully, yeah. but there are a lot of people that are, and it's like I've got this, I, I need more, I want more, I want more. Yeah. But how, how much how much money does one individual actually well, need? You know, to me, it's about security for me, people I love, and then beyond that, I don't need it. Anyone who knows me personally, I, I you know, if, if I've got money and they need it and I don't, they have it. I, I just, <laughs> it, it just to me, it doesn't make sense. But, but yeah, any, everybody's different. I'm going to try not to judge. Focusing on Tottenham, I'm, I'm upset at the way they're behaving. They have got an opportunity to turn this around and be good about it. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not holding my breath on. Yeah, that. I mean that's the thing. Look, Liverpool, Liverpool did it. They and, did, and, 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 and they've changed like, their mind. And, and, quite and that's, rightly, yeah. everybody looked at that and went, "Well, you shouldn't have done it in the first place." But at least when you looked at it, you went, yeah. "You know what? Actually, we don't. Yeah, we shouldn't be doing that." Yeah. Tottenham, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But to be in the same bracket as the guys at Newcastle and that particular asshole who owns them is not a good bracket. It's not hey, where you yeah. want to be. 
he, like you know, talk, I talk about people with that are greedy. This guy just epitomises that, you know. And, oh, he, he uh, like, takes the biscuit, that guy. Yeah, and and to, to, to have the barefaced, utter cheek to try to persuade us that a sports direct chain is essential shopping. It's just yeah. insane. I mean, like you'd think most people would like most people would have been embarrassed to even try to suggest that, you know. No, but this he, guy, he he's no just got chance. pound signs in his eyes, no. and that's literally all he has. Literally, the government had to go on TV the next day to say they would close him down, and that was. And then, and then he released a statement like, "Oh, I've reconsidered." It's like yeah. you didn't reconsider. No. They literally told you mm. on breakfast television the next day. So they announced it at five p.m. one day, and then they had to go on breakfast television the next day. When they're dealing with a global pandemic, someone had to go on TV and go, "Yeah, we've heard about Sports Direct. We will have to close them down. <laughs> they are not essential." <laughs> You know, it's ridiculous. You've got all this stuff going on that you want these people in government to be focused on. And they're constantly having to come out and go, could people stop getting together for barbecues and have yeah. park, please? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind I'll of like... I'll put on their training yeah. kit again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, could Jose Mourinho please stop having training sessions in a public park <laughs> where kids see it and go, oh, great, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that, yeah. There's now, like, 10,000 Spurs fans in that park today like, looking <laughs> for the players. Yeah. But anyway. Um, mate, it was good to talk to you. I hope us being able to air this has helped a little bit because I know you've been really uh, wound up about it. I hope people listening, uh, perhaps we've aired this out a little bit, a bit of Tottenham Hotspur therapy, which is what we aim for every week. Um, but we will be back next week in what guys I don't know could be us talking about how Daniel Levy turned it all around with massive personal investment. More <laughs> no, likely, no. more likely, we'll be back and just trying to ignore that that idiot exists, and we'll talk about something else. I was going to ask you, Sam, how, how do you make those Levy out signs? I want to get myself one if I do. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, trust me, there's plenty around. I think there'd be a guy outside the stadium selling them. Probably a member of his family knowing him. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> might as well make a quid out of it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but look, everybody, thank you. Look, stay safe, everyone. Stay in. I know it is so easy to just brush this off, but like Matt, I, I, my family and friends and stuff have been touched by this. It isn't people that are vulnerable only that are getting ill. It isn't people who are elderly getting ill. You know, the Prime Minister of this country is currently in the intensive care unit. I don't know how bigger a thing or demonstration there can be. People of all ages, everyone's getting sick. Just stay home. A few more weeks. we got to get through this. We will get through this. But stay home, stay safe, look after each other, and we'll be back soon. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.